You are tuned into a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I am your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today's episode is U.S. wealthiest billionaires. Now, everyone knows that we're in a global pandemic. But if numbers keep continue to rise, we're on our way. We're on our way. I don't even want to say it. Because I don't want to feed it. I don't want to give it any energy. But if we don't get a hold of this global uh, COVID-19 stuff, we're on our way. To a plague. They say bubonic plague, however you want to say it. Um, If you're like me and other people, you are looking at your stock portfolios. It's going up and down like a roller coaster, and it's not—it's not fun at all. But I was kind of curious of. So, so I did some studying of who is not losing in this. Who who are the biggest winners? I already know who 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 the bigger lo- losers are. Is the regular people, the working people, the people who are not working. You know. So I tallied a brief list. Some of the people on on this list I knew. Some I didn't, and we're gonna go down this list. And for the first person, it's Jeff Bezos. If I'm saying his last name right, probably not. But this is I'm going from March 2020 of this year, which is basically when uh, the world stopped, the day that the world stopped. Which is the day that uh, COVID basically was announced. I believe it was already around before they announced it. They just had to give it a face. Had to give a name to the spirit of this. So, Jeff at March 18th of 2020 was already at $113 billion. Okay. Now he's at 189 billion dollars. So his increase was 76 billion dollars. Okay. Jeff is best known as the founder and CEO and president of the multinational technology company of Amazon. People back in the day was worried that Walmart was going to come and run stuff, take it all over. No, it's gonna be Amazon and it's gonna be sooner than we think, okay? So, this other person, which I feel like is like the devil, demon, and karmic, and that is Bill Gates, okay? So, he's currently as of March the 18th was estimated at 98 billion dollars now during the pandemic as we all know or known 
as COVID-19, he is at $114 billion. So he has an increase of $16 billion. Bills of software, I mean software developer and investor in a, and is known as the co-founder of the Microsoft Corporation. This demon here is basically trying to implant uh, chips on everybody. So, if you don't think that that's Bible prophecy, just go to the book of Revelations in the Bible. Okay. The third person is Mark Zuckerberg. And as of March the 18th, the 2020 was sitting at $55 billion. And now he's at $97 billion. And he had a return increase of $42 billion. Mark. He is known for co-founding Facebook. Okay. Entrepreneur and philosophist. Okay. Next on the list. It's kind of hard not to have him on any billionaire's list. But when you listen to his his uh, shows, his podcasts, his YouTube, you can understand why this next person is most definitely on the billionaire's list, and that's Warren Buffett, okay? So as of March 18th of 2020, he, Mr. Buffett, was at $68 billion, now he's at $80 billion, which is, a, I mean, billion dollars, I'm sorry, and an increase of $12 billion, okay? So Warren is an investor in a business tycoon, and he is the chairman and CEO of Berkshire Hathaway. Very, very, very cool guy, very humble guy has a not, lot of wisdom, not a knowledge. Next person on this list is Larry Ellison. As of March the 18th, 2020, he was at $59 billion. Now he is at $71 billion dollars okay an increase of 12 billion dollars Larry is also a co-founder and executive chairman and chief technology officer of Oracle Corporation. The next person that's on our list 
is Steve Bellamar. As of March 18th of 2020, Steve was at $53 billion. Right now, he's at $71 billion. And he has an increase of return of $18 billion. Steve is the chief executive officer of Microsoft. He's also the current owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. That's the basketball team. Last but surely not least is going to be, he. his first name sounds like a name from Star Trek, but I've read about him. He seems pretty cool for the, say the least, Elon Musk. As of March the 18th of this year, Elon was at $25 billion. Now he's at $68 billion. Okay, so that's $43 billion increase. Elam is an engineer, industrial designer, technology, and entrepreneur and philosophist for SpaceX. Now, with all these billionaires on this sheet here, I had to look at all of them, and they all have a few common denominators. Okay. First of all, they are they all are investors. That means they had to invest in something. Secondly, there's also philanthropists. That means that they give away money. Okay. Another common denominator is that they're billionaires. Okay. Another common denominator is that they must know something or study something that the regular people do not know or get a glimpse or or some type of knowledge or it could be some type of foreknowledge. Okay, now the reason why I did this episode I really didn't want to do it but it pissed me off when when I was actually reading and studying this so we have I can't say thousands of people but we have millions of people that currently does not have any jobs and that they're sitting at home and they're they're depending on unemployment and they're depending on this uh, stimulus these checks now certain parts of the world have taken care of like when you look at Canada they have suspended rents and also mortgages for a year they also paying their people to stay home okay when you look at places like Australia New Zealand and other places they're doing the same thing so their cases is most definitely dropping. They're getting the grips and hold on this. 
thing about it is, my thing is when the when the pandemic officially hit, I was one of the ones that was out of work. Now I thank God that when I had got laid off from my job at JCPenney's in February, I was when they laid me off. I have I had a servants package. So for those three months, I was able to still pay my bills. Now, since I I was not able to file unemployment right after I had got let go, when I was able, eligible to file unemployment, COVID had hit. So that hurt me real bad. So my thing was I had to get out of here, do what I needed to do. I needed to still pay my bills and make sure that my kids were taken care of. So so what I did was I, I took a part-time, I took a part-time job or part-time hustle to where I used as, hey, putting an extra two or three hundred, four hundred dollars in my pocket per month, and I had to turn it in temporarily into a full-time job. I actually had to get out and work eight, nine hours a day, six days a week to make sure that all my bills were taken care of and my kids were taken care of, make sure my responsibilities was taken care of. Now, what if I didn't have that that side hustle? You see where I'm going with that? Now, my unemployment eventually came But when I got it, I still had to pay some bills. So, but what about the people who don't have side hustles? What about the people who have to get out here and risk their lives? Not because they want to, because you got to pay, you got to pay your bills. You got to have a roof over your head. If you got kids, you got responsibilities or whatever, whatever, you know, your situation. Everyone has a different situation. So, so me, I would love to get paid to stay home. I'm a homebody. I guess it wouldn't affect me too much because I'm a homebody anyway. So I like hanging out at home. I like watching movies. I like sleep, sleeping, uh, like playing, playing my Xbox. So for me, it wouldn't be so bad because I'm a homebody anyway. And then I can think of creative things to do at home, you know, like some DAYs or some, some arts and crafts. So I'm able to like entertain myself, also my my kids as well. So, so you know, my thing was when I had got laid off for my job uh, in in February, I had a pl- I had a pl- everybody look. I had a plan. Okay, my plan was to take the spring, the summer off, and also the fall. Now, around the holidays, like about in October, early, early November, so basically the Christmas shopping season, uh, I planned on getting like a job. The reason being was the thought behind it, the plans behind it was for me to start some businesses, okay, and to work them full time and get equipment and get the licenses and things and work it 
and see how far I could take it. And and the thing about it is with that was if it if it if it's brought out like, hey, I was able to do it full time, then cool, thank God. You know what I mean? But and then but if it didn't, I'm like, okay, well if it's just a month like maybe to make a couple of hundred, three, four hundred, five hundred in my pocket as a as a as a a part-time or a supplemental income i was good with that as well but with my unemployment that was my thing that i was trying to do because i had some type of safety net and my thing was i wasn't just going to be dependent on unemployment i was still going to do my DoorDash, so i still had two incomes you know and that's the thing we're going to talk about that later on in the season about multiple streams of income so stay tuned everybody because you have to have more than one source of income because what happens like in my case my main source of income was taken from me and so my thing is even with the job that I have now I had to grab it I had to grab it I didn't want to but I grabbed it and it's like I'm not I'm still not making the money that I was making at JCPenney's I took a five to six dollar hit coming to the job where I'm at now okay I'm not too thrilled about it I'm not too thrilled about the work I've done that work for 18 years so and my kids are getting older so I want to start getting into the habit of saving money for them investing for them uh, putting some things in place and letting it grow then when they get old enough and I, or if I feel that they're responsible enough, then I would turn it over to them. They would not have to wait till I pass to, here you go, Here, here's your inheritance. No, I want to give them a part of their inheritance while I'm here. And then when it's my time, um, whenever they might be, that the good Lord would call me home, then they would just have to, you know, uh, go on a treasure hunt per se and uh, so the reason for this episode everybody is we're seeing who the biggest winners are and I encourage you to see what they do Google them pretty much 95% of stuff is on Google Google what they're doing okay Amazon okay we know Jeff okay it's kind of hard with the way everything is going now not to use Amazon. Uh, be lucky enough that the stores are getting things, but it's the quantities are still limited. The stuff that used to be in the stores, you it's going to force you to where you have to go order. You're going to have to go order. And, uh, your, you know, your necessities are offline. Um with Bill Gates, Demon Incarnate, De- Devil Incarnate, uh, software, uh, technology, um, Xbox, you know, um, when I was younger, uh, back in the 90s, I was working at a grocery store called Sunfresh, and I was only making $6.25 an hour. 
but I was in I was in school. You you, you got you got to think I was in school, so I wasn't paying any bills, so it was it was cool. You know, uh, you know, I gave my mom some money on some bills, but um, I didn't have no kids. You know, I didn't have to pay no rent, anything like that. And I wanted to buy ten shares of Microsoft stock. Well, back then in the nineties, it was like ten dollars a share. So I wanted to only get ten shares. 10 shares of Microsoft stock, right? Now, my mom was like, no, you don't need to, you don't need to buy, buy that stock. You know, why waste your money? But check this out. You know, I didn't know nothing about Microsoft back then. You know, I believe a guy was like, hey, go buy these, these shares. I'm trying to pay you. I'm trying to set you up for the rest of your life. I'm trying to get you to enjoy your life early. To where you don't have to worry about working, right? Well, I was I was too young. Uh, I didn't have anyone at the time to show me how to buy stocks or put the money in for me to buy stocks and hold some type of trust fund for me. I didn't have that. So guess what? I missed out on that opportunity. It was not me myself, but. <sighs> Sometimes you can, you, in that instance, it's kind of like, you know, when I look back on it and then I see what where Microsoft has done, sometimes you, you, you can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You know what I mean? Um, I don't mean no disrespect to my mother, rest in peace, but it is what it is. Okay. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Facebook. Now, I know too many people that be jumping on Facebook in and out, and I also do it too. I don't do it as much as I, I used to do because I'm actually trying to make moves right now. Um, I, I basically keep try to keep contact with basically uh, friends I went, went to high school with that, you know, moved all over the country. Uh, I have some family that's in uh, Africa, uh, in Nigeria area, and I also have some family that's in the UK, in the England area. So that's ways that we basically communicate. We'll just type in a quick message, message or whatever, send pictures and all that different kind of stuff. So that's basically why I still keep keep Facebook. But at least on that end, at least I have some shares in Facebook. I, I can say. So um, Warren Buffett, he is just basically a, a, a jewel. He he's old school. He, I I respect him. Um, if if I see a vi- uh, video of him, I'm gonna watch the whole video. I'm not gonna skip through it. I'm not gonna fast forward through or anything like that. Uh, Steve Clippers is kind of it's kind of hard. I mean, I watch basketball. I watch NBA, but you know, uh, Elon. Not sure too much about what SpaceX is. I most definitely would have to um, study Steve, I mean, Elam a little uh, more. But with all these people that's on here, they're actually doing some type of logistics or technology. So I'm assuming that Elon stuff is, since it does say designer, technology, entrepreneur, engineer, industrial engineer. So he's doing he's doing something with uh, technology so but 
but everyone, you know, I know some of this is not one of our most exciting uh, episodes. I'm not for sure how many people will listen to it, but I just wanted to just give you guys like a tidbit. Hey, what do these what do these billionaires do? And it's, it's, it's sickening because it's like they have all these billions of dollars. And so they're not going to they're not. Gonna, I mean, all the money that they they, they spend, they're ne- they will never go broke. I mean, it takes a hundred to, to, to let you know how much one billion dollars is. OK, so it takes a hundred million to make a billion. That's a lot of money just to be for one billion dollars. So, I mean, they don't have to worry about money at all. Money is truly not a thing for them. They can do whatever they want, go wherever they want, and they can have uh, lifestyles that they, they want. Okay? I feel when you have that type of money, you should be giving back into the community. Because you have to understand at some point, the little people have helped you get to where you're at. But when they're that high up the food train, chances are that, hey, if you're not rubbing, air, I mean, rubbing elbows with them to where you you in a billionaire status, they ain't messing with you. It's kind of like a millionaire, you know. They're not going to mess with a regular person. A billionaire is most definitely not going to mess with a million. But a, a billionaire would look at a millionaire because he is basically he has the drive and and he could have determination or he has the potential to make his millions into billions you see what i'm saying but a regular person working nine to five it's kind of like man if they don't you know step away take risks jump into something else are they really gonna see see that no not really uh people who are in the in uh working in service capacities you're not gonna you're not really gonna make that that money that that you deserve and then if you if you have kids you really have to look at that you know even more so so i just wanted to drop this to you guys and we're done for this particular segment just remember and then also before i sign off i'm most definitely gonna bring back the saving hustle series gonna bring it back and then i'm gonna also uh do a show of ways that you can make money ways that you can build uh your money with what you have because the old saying is it takes money to make money so so we're gonna i'm gonna do some shows i'm gonna do my research i'm gonna you, you know write some things down and and so we can start making money together because you have to build something if if you don't build something when it's time for you to retire or to leave it for whoever if you don't start then you know don't die broke don't die broke leave leave your offsprings your family something so that might be your legacy i don't know but I always say, if you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. And I'll talk to you soon. And I love you, Trapped in the Bubble, Bubble family and also listeners. I'll talk to you soon. God bless. And I'm out.